Hello and welcome to The Game Show, Outcasting's LGBTQ trivia show, where we discuss the news, LGBTQ facts, and more. The format is very simple. Each contestant will prepare three questions on three separate topics and take turns posing and eventually discussing these questions with the other contestant. The person who answers the most questions or makes the most puns is the winner. Today's contestants, Outcaster Amelie and myself, Alex. Hi, Amelie. Hi, Alex. Do you want to start with your first question? Sure. Nevada just allowed non-binary people to self-identify on their IDs, allowing an X-gender option instead of male or female. Including Nevada, how many states do you think allow this? Hmm. This is a multiple choice. Sorry. Uh, A, 1, B, 4, C, 10, or D, 16? I'm going to go with 4. I think it's 4. Is it just one? It's 10. Oh, it's 10. See, that's that's yeah. more than I thought. The states are California, Oregon, Colorado, Minnesota, Maine, Ohio, Indiana, Utah, and Arkansas. Hmm, Arkansas. To be honest, I wouldn't have expected that many states. I think that's shown by the answer that I guessed with. But although that's that's more than I thought at first, it still isn't that many. And I think that such a... Um, way for non-binary people to be legally represented is important, and 10 states, not that many. It's also worth mentioning that New York City allows this, but not the rest of New York. Right. All right, Amelie, I'm going to ask my first question. All right. At Coachella this year, someone in the public eye was unexpectedly seen making out with someone of the same gender. Who were they? A, a YouTuber who had made anti-LGBTQ comments in the past. B, a guitarist in a famous band while on stage. C, a former GOP congressman who had voted against pro-LGBTQ policies, or D, a prominent religious leader known for preaching against gay people? Well, there's not a single option there that would surprise me. Um, they're equally unlikely. Yes. yes. No, no I'd, I'd say they're all equally likely. One of these did, in fact, happen. Yes. I am going to go with the second one just because it's at Coachella. Nah, it was um, it was a red herring. In fact, uh, it was C, the former GOP congressman. His name is Aaron Schock, and he's a former House member from Illinois. And he was removed from office, or I think he resigned, based on allegations of tax fraud. So it's pretty Aaron shocking. Yeah. Oh God. Um. So he already wasn't the the moral image of what our congressman should be. That being said, for years he had voted against LGBTQ legislation, and it seems like he might have been acting against his own self-interest for a number of years. I'd say it's acting against your own self-interest to go to Coachella. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think he might have been setting himself up for failure. In American politics, there's a lot of party line voting. Right. And even if someone believes certain policy is good or bad, they often don't vote for it or against it, which is kind of not what we want in our modern democracy. So, I mean, a lot of policymakers don't really understand these issues. Like, obviously, things that protect the rights of LGBTQ people should be enacted, but some legislators who don't know any LGBTQ people might not think it's important or might just be pandering to the party or to their population who also doesn't know. So that's not good. All right, Amelie, what's your next question? All right. Before my next question, I just want to remind you that uh, 
one way to win this is to make the most puns. That's true. You made that good shock pun. So I have I've gone on the attack, mm-hmm. and now you must retaliate. I underestimated you. <sighs> All right. What's your next question? All right. GSAs, or gay-straight alliances, are usually places for LGBTQ students and straight allies to meet up, talk about LGBTQ issues, and promote LGBTQ rights around the school. Students in a GSA at a junior high school in Cheyenne, Wyoming, are prevented from doing certain things on school grounds. What were they not allowed to do? A. Wear LGBTQ or rainbow-related paraphernalia. B. Play or sing songs by LGBTQ artists. C. Call things gay, ironically. D. Talk about LGBTQ issues outside of their meetings. Hmm. What's the difficult one? Because all of them are possible. I'm pretty sure it's not the songs, and I'm pretty sure it's not the calling things gay, ironically. So I'm going to go with the talking about gay things outside of their meetings. Just, no, it's not? No. Is it the paraphernalia? It's the paraphernalia. Oh. Okay. I was close. In this same school... There uh, recently was a Confederate Kids Club. Oh. Uh, which, from what I could tell from the article, was allowed in the school. And in fact, a substitute teacher got dismissed for complaining about the posters for this. Huh. What state was this? This is Wyoming. Huh. Not in the South. I don't think Wyoming was a state during the Civil War. So that's interesting. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely important for GSAs to have the freedom to do what they're supposed to do in high schools. And that involves using rainbow stuff. That's important. Branding. All right. Here's my next question. A gay man in London started a group designed to help LGBTQ people in his city. What was it? A. A group that matches people with prospective romantic partners based on tastes in pop singers. B. Gays against systematic food waste which does exactly what the name suggests. C, a group that connects straight people and gay people in order to better educate both groups on each other's perspectives over dodgeball. And D, the Gay Cuddle Club, which helps gay and bisexual men deal with loneliness. It is absolutely D. Oh, yeah, you're right. Ding, 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 ding. I think this is the first time somebody's gotten something right on this episode. Yeah. I'll just ring our our imaginary cowbell. Like, our cowbell's gay. Uh, I, who can say? Who can say? Who, who can, can gay? Who can say what is gay? Who can say what is gay? Does that um, count as a pun or is that a play on words? I think that's a play on words. Hmm. I'm not even sure it's anything. It might just be a poor <laughs> rhyme. So a lot of adult LGBTQ people often deal with problems with intimacy and getting to know other people in a way that is conducive to having confidence. So the founder of this club believes that um, getting to know other people through platonic intimacy can help them understand other people and understand themselves a little better, which I think is good. Yeah. Never mind just gay people. You should just have this for everybody. That's true. I personally would not like this. This example is not for everyone, and I don't think this would appeal to everybody, but I do think that it would greatly benefit the people to whom it would appeal to. That's true. Amelie, let's hear your final question. All right. We all know Pete Buttigieg, the openly gay mayor of South Bend, Indiana, is running for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination. Metro Weekly reports that he was recently followed by anti-gay protesters all around Iowa. What did these protesters do? Did they A. 
shout homophobic slurs at him and claim that he was the Antichrist. B. Have a man dressed up as Jesus being whipped by a man dressed up as Pete Buttigieg while a man dressed up as Satan cheered him on. C. Yell at him that he and his husband are going to hell. D. Chant no male first ladies. I really want it to be B. Just just because of the, the drama of it, the chaos and the the theatricality of it is, I think, really gay. But do you think it's <laughs> no, B? No, I don't think it's B. I think it's, um, hmm, they're all pretty plausible. So I'm going to say the no male first lady. I really don't know. This this one has stumped me. It's B. It's B? Is it really? It's B. Is you it can, really? Yes. No, you can watch videos of it. I didn't get to watch a video of it before, but videos of this exist. You know, like that kind of dressing up as people and, and staging a fake, like a whole scene, that's so gay. Yeah. These people are going to, in like a in a few years, they're going to come around and they're going to be voting for Pete Buttigieg in the election. Yeah, we're going to see them making out with um, people of the same yeah, gender at Coachella. Right at Coachella. Yeah. That's how people get out of these days. They just go to Coachella. Yeah. Ooh. That's not good, though. Yeah, yeah that's not that's not good to uh, to do that. However, this is weird to say, but it's a high effort. High effort. High stakes. High, high stakes, um, high effort. High drama. High drama. It's commitment commitment. cause. Really dumb cause. Yeah, a dumb cause that benefits nobody. Imagine, like, taking effort out of your day to do that. Imagine, like, spending a week or so making a costume making for a Satan costume. and, like, for Jesus and Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, what's your Pete Buttigieg costume? Just, like, a white button-down shirt with a tie. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, the only way it could really be identified is that Satan outright called him Pete Buttigieg. At one of Mayor Pete's recent rallies, someone asked him what they should do if the people around them thought that a gay, it, they weren't ready for a gay person to be president. And he responded by saying, tell them I say hi. That's great. Yeah. That's stellar. Yeah. Okay, my final question. All right. Dwayne Wayne, the basketball star, and his wife, the actress Gabrielle Union, are receiving both praise and disapproval for doing what? A, starting a campaign to teach elementary school students about LGBTQ issues. B, publicly criticizing certain political figures for not defending LGBTQ rights. C, bringing Wade's 11-year-old son to Miami Beach's Pride March. Or D, donating over $5 million to a variety of pro-LGBTQ groups and starting a social media conversation about it. Hmm. I, it's definitely not B because I think publicly criticizing a political figure is not a very controversial thing to do. That's true. I feel like the thing which would garner both the most praise and controversy would definitely be A, because it, like, involves children. That's true. So you're kind of right. The The correct answer does involve children, but it's bringing Wade's 11-year-old son to the Miami Beach Pride ah. March. Um, some people on Twitter, who we do not agree with, thought that Pride Marches are inherently sexual events, so that bringing a child there would not be appropriate. Have you been to a Pride March? It's just a I lot have. of really warm people standing I think it says a lot about yourself if you think that any type of recognition of your sexuality is inherently sexual. It's in the name. It's in the name. But not. Yeah. Yeah. My experience with the New York City Pride March is me kind of standing, being really warm and hearing, please welcome the New York City Comptrollers float. And we're like, yay, New York City Comptroller, whatever that is. It also says a lot that people are very disapproving of educating young people about 
yeah. LGBTQ people and issues and just what it means to not identify with the norm. Mm-hmm. And and these are things that you that are good to learn when you're young. And like not just if you are an LGBTQ young person, but for everyone, just teaching people respect. A lot of people seem to like view talking about LGBT issues as political, but I really just don't think it is. Like not talking totally about agree. issues, but even just acknowledging the existence of LGBTQ people that this is political. Well, in some way it is political, but a lot of people shy away from the idea of having political conversations. Okay. Like, this me, is one you have to have. Allow me to rephrase what I said. Um, I'll allow it. Pe- <laughs> I don't need your permission. <laughs> uh, people view the existence of LGBTQ people as being inherently political when it is only political because non-LGBTQ people have forced it to be. Right. It's it's like um, people are always saying like, oh, like why does why does everything have to be political these days? Like we kind of just want like rights. The end goal is for it to not be political ever again. All right, that's it for this edition of The Game Show. Amelie, I think you won one point to zero points. The pun category, I'm not so sure. I'm pun certain. I win now. Um, <sighs> Amelie, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Ugh, it's been a pleasure pun. You tried. The mistake wasn't the result, but the choice. <laughs> I, I want I want that that failed attempt to, to make it into the show. All right, let's thank just end you. It there. It's, let's just end it there. <laughs> yeah, let's end it right there. Right there. <laughs>